Theory Podcast. Boom! What's up, people? Welcome to Creative Theory Podcast, a show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day-to-day is like, what their struggles are, their goals, thoughts on what's happening in the art world, and a lot more. Um, coming at you live from Vancouver, Canada, BC, uh, on Save on Radio Network. Um, we got a beast of a artist in the studio, and to be honest, I think the whole time I'm just going to be... Uh, shaking my head and wondering how he even manages to do it and uh, if you don't believe me i got this little description so let's get through it <laughs> all right, all right um, uh, so besides his visual uh being a visual artist he's a television producer writer art director designer music composer and performer with humans and gang signs he created a graphic novel called uh, once our land he recently created a featured doc come together i'm getting it right yeah yeah and then uh even more recently he uh, uh he had his uh, directing debut with a dark comedy and horror called dead shack that's right yeah none of this makes sense this is peter week uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for getting on the show thanks for having me and um yeah uh doing so much how, how does uh how does your life even look like right now i mean this is quite a list it's actually pretty easy um i always do things um like per chapter so i have a couple months where i'd be doing uh maybe just visual art and then uh for another month i would just be writing um and then i'd just be working on my movie uh when we shot the movie uh that took about you know i took a break from everything else so i did uh the storyboards actually i did some of the storyboards while i was at the uh, studio recording uh part of the new humans album and there's a lot of downtime, so it's good to bring things uh, with you so you can work on, instead of just waiting around and, and getting drunk or just like not knowing what to do, you just bring work that you can work all the time on. So th- once the storyboards were done, uh, there was a lot of production meetings and then shooting. And then when the shooting's done, I was doing the score for the movie and editing. And then when that was done, I went back to working on uh, <laughs> Once Our Land 2. The you're sequel you're is making it sound very easy. Oh, but it is because it's, like, um, it's not like I'm doing an hour of the comic a day and then an hour of writing music. It's like it's always like this month I'm going to be doing this. So it doesn't feel like it's, it's, um, it's overbearing but and, and uh, stressful. So you in your brain you're actually able to forget about one while you're focused on the other yeah so and also doing that i take breaks and uh, i listen to a podcast or or read some comic books or watch movies and it gives me ideas of what i'm going to do when i'm going to tap back into like writing music um you know i took a break from gang signs writing music for about two years and then there was a summer where all my friends were listening to a lot of trap and <laughs> that's what we would listen to all the time on 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 weekends and it just gave me ideas for uh, the new songs that I was going to do. Like, I'm not making trap music, but it, it was yeah, yeah. nice to hear uh, something that I'm not, u- not uh, f- that familiar with. And it makes me try out new things. So, But you're not obsessing about one while doing the other. That's no, something I not feel like necessarily. I do. Yeah. So you're, it's like you allow yourself to forget everything else but mm-hmm. this one craft. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you sh- you have to really focus on what you're doing. But drawing is differently. Like, you know, also w- it's different. W- also, painting is different because you can. It's sometimes rendering takes forever, and mm-hmm. the line work takes forever, and 
Uh, so you can watch a movie or you can think about things and you can think about the story. Uh, with music, it's a bit different because it needs your full attention and you can't listen to other things while you're doing it. Same with editing, it's really hard if you're editing a, a movie or a video. Uh, there's some stuff that uh, it's, I feel it's actually way more draining out of you. But I think painting, drawing um, is just really easy. <laughs> okay, and then, <laughs> and I guess, have you been doing a lot of that or are you not doing it because it's easy? I mean, I guess you've been drawing a lot lately, right? Yeah, I've been yeah. drawing a lot, like finishing that comic book. It's a uh, it's, uh, 110 pages, so it's, wow. it's way okay, bigger. No, you're <laughs> you're yeah. doing a lot of the easy stuff as well, along yeah. with the hard stuff. But the coloring takes a long a long time. And uh, I've I actually stopped uh, painting and illustrating because I'm not making any money with it. So I kind of quit. <laughs> really? Is that? Yeah. And that's just the main factor. Yeah, and um, I, li I like uh, telling stories, uh, which is my 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 big love is uh, telling stories, uh, inv inv inventing new worlds. And so, the uh, just doing comic books, I was actually I made more money selling my comic book, and um, I got paid. I didn't get paid really well on the movie because I deferred all my payment. But if I would have kept it, um, what I would does that mean? Sorry, say it again. Well, instead of, uh, like, say, uh, say you're getting paid $30,000 to make a movie, mm -hmm. and then uh, they're, they're telling you that you can't shoot for this day or you can't have this makeup on then, mm -hmm. they're like, well, what can we do? It's like, well, we don't have the budget. It's like, okay, well, how about you don't pay me? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, we can, we can add that day. Strong. You got a passion yeah. and just go with it. And for me, it was like a, a calling card to what I, what I can do. So I was just trying to do the best I can do with what I have. And... I had been saving uh, up money a lot um, for the last, you know, I don't know, eight years. Just so for that, just for for making that check, or um, just in general, just just for for my creative endeavors, like like I don't know, like for the comic book too. Like I saved up a lot of money because uh, right, I, I, I'm not, I haven't had a real job in uh, eight years. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah I know we're we're uh, rushing. I feel like through a lot of things. We just like <laughs> went throughout yeah. everything. I, I'll definitely want to slow it down just because. Okay. <laughs> once again, yeah. I think you're just oh yeah, I did this and this and yeah. you make uh, not only you kind of shorten the time frame of what it actually took and mm -hmm. how you got there, but yeah, it's really impressive. By the way, I was actually wondering as I was getting here, how do you introduce yourself to people? I mean, doing so many things. Um, I just say, hey, I'm Peter Rick and. <laughs> And if they ask an what I'm doing, I say I'm I'm an artist. And lately, I say I'm a film director because that's what I to. really want to do. Okay. And in, in the end, like I don't see myself being a musician when I'm 50 and and touring, uh, doing like a city a night, okay. you know, and, and partying. Uh, it's really hard not to party when you're when you're touring. So like I can see myself being a film director and uh, working really hard for those like month of shooting or two months of shooting hopefully we can get a month or two months on the <laughs> next movie um uh yeah just way more realistic especially with like as we're getting older so that yeah so you're planning, I, I, planning so ahead quite far yeah then. so i'm introducing myself as what i really want to be film, film director sounds yeah. very cool <laughs> <laughs> no actually can say it that's awesome and uh i guess uh, well i looked at your short film as i was uh, but actually I've, s I've seen it years ago and then i rewatched it again as i was getting well, ready for this the one you made in school which one uh, there's a couple there, there's a couple see i yeah. don't even uh <laughs> almost like uh matrix almost yeah kinda. glitch glitch there yeah. you go so um 
that was your student film, right? Mm-hmm. That was my graduate that student film, yeah. Crazy. So, but even at that moment, it was already on such a high level. Uh, how did that even happen? I mean, for a student film, it looked real cool, and it seemed like the fact that you wrote it, right, and uh, yeah, animated, yeah. executed, designed. Yeah, it's a 10-minute film that I animated. 10 wrote. minutes. Yeah, I did the Crazy. score, did the sound. Um, I'm... The, I do some of the acting of the main guy and the robots, and my girlfriend <laughs> at the time did the girl. Um, yeah, it's it's. Um, I don't know if that that movie is. A, I think it's a miss because um, you know it, it went to Annecy, the biggest animation mm-hmm. film festival yeah, yeah. in the world, and uh, I was really really nice ex- experience. Um, but a lot of people don't understand the the movie, and even when the judges who um, I met at Annecy who decided what movies uh, student films come in mm-hmm. he's like what movie what movie did you do I said glitch he's like yeah you should spent more time explaining your story in the movie what? like everybody's like oh what movie did you do it's like oh that's great and then Peter what, what did you do it's like glitch he's like yeah yeah so I don't know I think some people like it my dad didn't understand the story well, a lot of people didn't understand the story and my one of my friend who um, it was it was inspired by Philip K. Dick stories and my friend who read a lot of Philip K. Dick he understood the whole story. He's like, this is what happens. Like, really, you understand? And then he told me everything. It's like, okay, maybe I wasn't that far off. You just got to think about it a little bit more. Do you think it's because a lot of the other films were, well, I don't know, I haven't seen them, but do you think they were spoon-feeding the audience in a sense rather than, like, getting someone to think? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I, I can't talk for it. Because <laughs> to should, me, it makes, so much s- yeah. s- it makes so much sense because I was working on it for so long mm-hmm. and everything was thought out. Um, but yeah, I, I remember like other scripts I had written in school that I think uh, could have done a more successful uh, student um, graduate film. Like the first part of Once Our Land, my friend told me I should I should have done that mm-hmm. in, while I was in university. And then I r- had written a script where uh, this guy, his uh, godfather, is death. Mm-hmm. And um, and since there's death, there's like Cupid and all that stuff, and it was just like a really funny, um, like comedy. But it went really dark in the end. It was really um, like captivating and yeah. and sad. And my teacher had said, "Why didn't you make that movie? Like that <laughs> script was so good." And now I regret. Like maybe I should have done that because oh, nothing ever came out of Glitch. Like nothing at all. You mean no new opportunity, like no opportunities came from it? Or yeah, no, no opportunities. Um, I even wrote a um, a Bible to make that into ten episodes of mm-hmm. different characters who fall into the glitch world. Yeah, and I was hoping uh, you know people would be excited to do it, and it just never went anywhere. Um, and Teletoon uh, wrote me an, an email that they no a, a letter saying they were not interested. So at least they r- they read it, but yeah. I guess the fact that you got a reply, but. To me, or from my from my standpoint, when I was looking at it, uh, the reason why I bring it up is your skill level. It's to me, it was like a proof of concept that you can complete something and write and mm-hmm. design. So I don't see. I mean, I guess once again, your sights are so high up, even from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That uh, y- I guess you see it. Not well, a nothing, success. nothing came came from glitch. Like when I had my, I saw the TV show when I was in Montreal, and. Yeah. Uh, they hired me as an art director, mm-hmm. and I showed them Glitch, and the the producer, uh, the CEO of the company, uh, he's like, yeah, some, there's some nice transitions, but it's it's, it's a little weird. <laughs> no one really but liked it. I mean, it. it's just dark, I guess. But yeah. yeah, people just didn't get it. 
<laughs> I'm glad uh, you like it. No, I'm glad. I like it. I guess. The, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But um, I'm working on uh, the doing my comic book as a, f- a feature film, and I want it to be rendered like my my glitch film, which is a two and a half D movie. So it's a, it's like a two D movie uh, film with a three D camera Cameras, in a yeah. three dimensional world. And there's no movies, 2D movies that actually have done that. When it, when I did in 2007, I thought, you know, everyone's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And we're in 2018. And when you mean, because uh, I've seen some, I guess, cartoons you could see, but I mean, the 3D cameras are not everywhere. They're not mm-hmm. every shot. They're I can not see, every shot. I yeah. can see, and is that what you're saying is every shot is 3D? Mine is like in every shot. I think the only one that, uh, a movie that it used it a lot was the beginning of Kung Fu Panda 1. Mm-hmm. I think that they, they probably did something very similar. And okay. it looked um, fantastic. Are you? Uh, I wish that movie was all like all that. All 2D. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you a really good student of the cinema, of the films? If, if I'm a good student, I don't know. There's always somebody There's better. Are you always very conscious, uh, aware of paying attention to everything that's coming out? I try to. I try to watch a movie a day or even more, and I'm so behind even after all these years. Like I'm, I know a lot of movie ab- about film compared to a normal person but when it's meet a real cinephile or listen to somebody talk who's a real cinephile i'm i, I know nothing oh, but that's because you make stuff <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> you're, you're busy making things yeah but once again sorry to go back to that short film uh i know the question doesn't make sense how was it so good from the start <laughs> you know what i mean but did you do animation before school actually where did you study was it vancouver or montreal it's montreal yeah montreal what was yeah. the school uh concordia university okay yeah how was that it was great when when uh, my parents said you have to go to university and uh i don't like i don't i don't know what i want to study so like at that I point d- were you doing art yeah i was doing comic books i went to a comic book school um and i went to fine arts school at dawson college and then my friend said i'm going to animation school i was like what you can go to animation <laughs> for university <laughs> i like it they'll give you a, a, a degree and so my parents were just happy that I found something that I wanted to do and I always wanted to be a, a director and I was doing comic books because comic books was um, a cheap way to um, learn how to direct and then animation was actually the next step because you're you're learning camera lenses and 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 movement and acting and as an animator you actually do all of those things so for me it was like okay that's pretty easy uh, to get <laughs> into and I got denied twice in a row really and yeah and then i met the dean and i said i got denied on i don't understand like i'm better my friend who got in the program i'm actually better than him mm-hmm. and he's saying that all the students in the school are are not very they haven't developed their skills yet and i've i've done a lot of the work he said okay fine can you send me a sketchbook like do you have one with you right now i was like mm-hmm. no i was like can you go home and get it i was like well i live really far so i went home bought a new sketchbook because all my old ones were like i'd gotten better mm-hmm. so i spent like three days just <laughs> sketching everything and then homework yeah just gave it to him and then he said it was very good and then i was on the waiting list and he said you know if once you get in everyone that we've accepted are way more talented th- than you are I was like, holy wow. shit, this is going to be the best school ever. I'm yeah, going to be yeah. finally surrounded by artists that I really like. That's what you want. And then the first day of school, I was so excited. And <laughs> most people, uh, to, to my um, astonishment, I was, I was very saddened by <laughs> the fact that no one knew how to draw. So how were they good? Were they good? Like in <laughs> I don't know. I, d- I don't understand. Because uh, no, no one knew film, no one knew wow. acting. No, uh, some people had never drawn before in their lives. 
and they say peter you're a god it's like <laughs> it's like what are you talking about it's like you can draw like a god like because like i i'm i'm, I'm an all right illustrator but to them I was so good because they had never drawn That's before. That's so weird. And wa- that was an animation program? What was yeah, it? Yeah, that was yeah. animation. That was film animation how at Concordia they? University. Because uh, I, I can <laughs> see how if it was like a painting program or something and they, yeah. y- you know, could yeah. throw around some paint for an abstract painting. Yeah, it was really animated. frustrating. Yeah. Weird. So then, uh, I, I guess looking back and because especially these days for animation programs, schools are quite a big deal and quite an expensive deal. And Is it? Can, can't you just still go to you can go to Concordia it's still cheap it's yeah. really cheap yeah yeah, yeah. If, especially advice. if you're from Quebec yeah. okay uh, if you're outside of Quebec I think it's more expensive and if you're outside Was of it Canada worth it? yeah um, I'm a lot of I had probably the the best uh, year group because a lot of our the people in in my class uh, end up being filmmakers um, they say it was an anomaly because it, it's never happened since or or before. Wow. But yeah, I was surrounded by um, some people who had never drawn before, but uh, were really, really smart <laughs> and have ended up making uh, really great films. <laughs> some other ones who uh, were more illustrators and not filmmakers, and their work. A lot of my friends are working at Ubisoft or Edos and all, nice. the, all those things. Uh, the one girl, Chin, uh, she just finished a book, and she worked on the last uh, animated. Um, feature by the, f- the pro- for instance the Prague the 2D animated like she worked on the last Disney movie oh wow um, I don't know but yeah but w- what's really good is that they have all the program yeah yeah and uh, the teachers some of her teachers were Oscar nominated t- uh, winner or, or um, are no- nominated so we That's had some yeah and th- they were friends all their friends were older um, animators who were also n- nominated so I had my first teacher, she brought in maybe five uh, filmmakers who were all Oscar nominated or winners. Damn. So you're just in a really, really good group. Yeah, it was just it was really good for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this a lesson? Uh, they all sucked at the beginning, but now they're really good. Yeah. Well, so, so most most of them that sucked just ended up sucking. Oh. But their <laughs> passion, w- the, they didn't have the passion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of them had the passion, but they weren't very good. This one kid. Uh, we always make fun of him. I, I'm not gonna mention his name, <laughs> okay. uh, but he's so bad. And then uh, I figured, like, maybe I should talk to him. I want to see what his deal is. And uh, I was talking to him about il- illustrating and how you, sh- how maybe his illustration would be better if he did more um, studies. He's like, no, no, I, d- I don't need to do that because I c- when I draw realistic, it's uh, hyper real. It's so real, it looks fucking <laughs> amazing. I was like, really? I really would love to see those <laughs> drawings, and he brought them to me one day, and they were not good <laughs> at all. There's uh, something in the water, and that's yeah. cool. It was kind of like, you know, remember Napoleon Dynamite when he draws yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the rendering of like the musta- the shadow, yeah. and it looks like a mustache. That's kind of what all his illustrations that were super real. Uh, maybe it's just how he saw the like world. Imagine yeah. in his mind, everything. That's how the world looks yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something you touched on. I think you've told me this before. Um, actually, it may have been at your movie screening. You're saying how um, you d- you did all these things, like you're saying, comic books, storyboarding, animation, to then and co- music and composing to one day end up in this position, mm-hmm. which you are now to be able to direct. Was that so? You said from the young age you wanted to be a, a director, and then when did when did you figure out that that's the path 
for you and that you needed to do that? Um, I don't know. I, when I went to comic book school, my teacher, he wanted to be a director, uh, Jose. And uh, he was doing a lot of storyboards, so maybe I got that from him. And he was saying that if you're a comic book artist, um, you it's it's basically directing. And before before I met him, I think I just wanted to be a comic book artist because I just liked illustrating and telling stories. And I figured that's something that I, c I could do for the rest of my life. And then after doing a couple pages, I just like I not cut out for this. Like it's that too was much your first work. thought. Yeah, and it, uh, like I, I wanted to do it, but then I didn't because I was. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to get pigeonholed as, as a comic book artist. And I find that's what happens in the industry a lot. It's like, oh, yeah. oh you're a storyboard artist. You're going to be a storyboard exactly, artist for yeah. the rest of your life. And I just trying to get into like, like film. And so he, and he even told me, he's like, Peter, um, I've met a lot of talented people and you're talented. And that's why you're not going to be successful. <laughs> What's up with all the people <laughs> surrounding yeah. you? Maybe I don't know. Do you think that gave you fuel? That's such a weird Maybe. thing to say. You're yeah. talented. That's why you're not going to be successful. Well, because he and, and I know I, I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, at, from the comic book school, everyone that went there, a lot of them, who had a lot of talent and had an ease to illustrating, they they just mm. ended up just partying or or just finding something else that they loved, uh, starting a band. So um, what you what you did? Yeah, <laughs> doing yeah, all the I things you're not supposed that, to. Yeah. yeah, and somehow still. Uh, yeah happened well uh, that's cool that you're now what you wanted to be when you i have a really good up. schedule though like i can party <laughs> and i can get to work is that your trick the key to success yeah you gotta party and work party yeah. work hard yeah but i i used to not get hangovers because i used to drink so much <laughs> that's so not how it works i don't think um but um <laughs> but now that i don't drink as much i get hangovers so it's actually harder <laughs> so I do if you want to do if you want to party and and work a lot you got to do both of them every day you got to party a lot yeah your body gets used to all alcohol. yeah yeah you don't get hangovers you're just drunk all the time yeah and now that i don't i drink once a week or twice a week okay. and now i'm hungover for the whole next day and i can't really work <laughs> on anything so i've lost a whole day so this is what you're telling me because sometimes i feel like that too i need to drink yeah more yeah you need and to I drink more. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then i'll get more work done crazy uh Okay. Oh my God. There's so much. There's so. <laughs> there's so much so to much. talk about. Um, you said when y when you were in Montreal, that's when you f sold your first yeah cartoon, your show, that first idea. Yeah, the League of Super Evil. Um, it was actually my friend's um, um, graduate film that I had done the score for, mm -hmm. and uh, he knew I was a really uh, serious filmmaker, like that. I I was a good illustrator, and I wanted to make movies and. Um, yeah, so he asked me if I wanted to work on it with him to sell his uh, graduate film as a TV show. And uh, so we worked on a Bible together. A Bible is uh, basically like a 20-page document that expands the whole show. Mm -hmm. And I figured, yeah, I'm going to work on that with him, uh, learn from it, and then do my own thing. Um, like the, the following year when I'm done f school. And we sold it the first... <laughs> we sold it. Uh, we went to Ottawa and we, we sold it right away. It That's was crazy. Yeah, Phil and Dav, um, uh, Phil Ivanusik and Davila LeBlanc, who I've been working with since, uh, they they went to Ottawa and they they really prepared themselves. That's the Ottawa Animation Film Festival. Mm -hmm. It used to be big back in the day. A lot of studios would go and, and seek out talent. 
and buy TV shows or, or meet with uh, creators. And they practice for like three days. They pitch it to like all their friends and their family. And it's like, okay, how was that? How was that pitch? Because it's like a speed dating in f- five yeah, minutes yeah, with yeah. every producer. And um, yeah, and then we had two companies, one in Montreal that, that was interested and one in Vancouver. And the one in Vancouver uh, was was just a better studio. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I can see the potential of working with them uh, being better, even though we'd have less control mm-hmm. the one in montreal they would give us more control but I th- i've had a feeling that um just seeing from their work it wasn't it wouldn't look as great yeah. it was very limited animation the guys that are pitching for you were they related to the project yeah they were the uh, other creators yeah. so how many were you we we're three three oh okay yeah. Yeah. so yeah you did the art but you didn't i did the art and i looked over th- some of the stories gate gave ideas um i did uh, some storyboards. Um, I put the whole package file together, and then they wrote the script and wrote uh, the um, the descriptions. And I gave some feedback. Well, what's that? Uh, it's like know. someone's getting zapped. Yeah, someone's getting zapped by phone. Hopefully, <laughs> figure this out. Um, yeah, and then uh, it took about three years for them, or two years for them to say. Uh, okay, this is happening. YTV is interested. Uh, we're going to fly you guys down here. And then since then, we had started doing other properties that we want to sell. And then they saw how I was versatile. I could do like uh, really cartoony stuff and then super like Marvel muscular yeah, stuff yeah. And, and, and ghouls and like different stuff, like realistic. And so they said, we're going to fly you in and uh, make you our director as soon as possible. And this is where the studio that you sold the project to? Yeah, Nerdcore. Nerdcore, yeah. yeah okay. In Vancouver. Did it actually take three years between the sell, sale of Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Wow. that's. Yeah. And then I was working on, uh, as a junior designer on Stormhawks, learned a lot from that. Was it before, while it was b- being? Yeah. Sorry, so kinda, what's wh- the while we're, while we're waiting. So oh I moved okay. in 2007, I moved to Vancouver uh, for a year and a half. I was working on, on st- as a junior designer on Stormhawks. And then... They said, okay, uh, it's greenlit, the show. Where, uh, you can start working as a um, lead designer on on uh, your own show. I was like, well, you said I was going to be art director. <laughs> Bastards. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, but you're not an art director. He's like, but I'm doing all the work. He's yeah. like, yeah, but you're not an art director. You don't have the, the, um, the skills set. I was like, but you are giving me... The, the the set of all this <laughs> like, like you know, all the skills that uh, an art director would do he's like okay look if you really want it yeah. you can have it but you're not an art director i was like well i really want it he's <laughs> like yeah but you're not an art director you like if you really want it, i'll give it to you it's not a problem it's like i want it he's like all right fine who was it who was it can you say the name or who were you talking to uh it was uh asaf Fipke. okay he's so he was uh, the owner the of the, the lead, yeah, yeah the the main man and you know i i totally understand exactly i was just really pushy i knew <laughs> we're getting zapped people yeah. i don't know what is zapping us but something around here yeah so then i became art director on that show and then uh they got me to be art director on four upcoming projects uh and then after league league season three got got greenlit and then they wanted me on uh rated a for awesome did you create that once because actually so you didn't no, i didn't do rated no? a for awesome i just um was uh our director okay because because this is I want I don't know if I met you but I started so with me I started animating that was the first show I animated on was rated A for us. Awesome. Oh really? Nice. Yeah, but I, I don't know if you're 
I I I, was I gone already by that time? I don't know. When did you leave? Do you remember? Because I started it, I think it was 2011, I think. I think that's when I started wor- animating in that show. And I, but it, like. I must have, yeah. I think I left in 2011. Okay. Once uh, once I was done rated A, I, I, I gave him an eight months notice because they were. Wow. Nice. They were green. So kind. Yeah. They were <laughs> green lighting my, my shows. Uh, they weren't, gre- they, they bought my shows and then told me I couldn't sell my shows to anybody else and if i quit nerdcore i can't work any anywhere else for a year wow um yeah that doesn't sound nice uh no it was (laughs) it wasn't um so i just um i decided to just focus on music and then um see where that takes me yeah man i think we skipped through a bunch of steps there too but it's very interesting so (laughs) i just i I just want to because this is such an interesting interesting path I don't, I, I don't know any do you know anyone who did what you did in that like sold a show worked in a show got an art director position at the studio I mean it seems mm. so no I'm always trying to find creators uh, but it's there there's not a lot of are they there. hard to find yeah they are very hard to or find uh, and I have some friends who who could do that but they um, I think they doubt the, their their talent or they, they just think it's unattainable that's actually another thing is that yeah like uh, well Tip, uh, I think it's a constant conversation that artists do doubt themselves a lot, mm-hmm. and then I mean, you, you know what? You, you know, just have a choice to go the with the their the For me, the the easiest way for me to be like, oh, I can write, or oh, I can art direct, or I can do that, is seeing, reading scripts from writers who are getting paid, and it's oh, really garbage. <laughs> seeing um, designers or art directors who are who are getting a really good salary, and not liking their work i'm sure some people like their work but i personally don't like i can totally (laughs) do this and seeing films like films who are doing somewhat well or getting huge budgets and you look at it and this is like the script is garbage the (laughs) directing is garbage uh the effects are crap like um uh they're not even hitting like the beats properly so i think watching really (laughs) or reading (laughs) bad things it makes it, it gives you um L'espoir um, gives you a, um, some confidence or something. Some confidence yeah. of is that me? I, think I don't know. I, don't I think actually, it is. I wonder if it's one of these chords. Uh, uh, so what you're telling is that all artists should just stop looking at all the best artists, but just look at the yeah, <laughs> lo- look at the best for ins- inspiration and look at the worst. The worst uh, and people who get paid. I guess oh, you're also <laughs> inspired. I was like, wow, that guy's so bad. I'm inspired <laughs> to do better because I know I can do better. Uh, but it's it's good to. Um, Look at, at things that are bad and know why they're bad. And then look at things that are really great. Like, I think 2000, uh, Blade Runner 2049 is, is uh, one of the best movies ever made. And look at, yeah, looking oh at yeah. that and, and seeing it, like, why is it so good? Did you love all the music? Yeah, it was great. What? And I tried to listen to the score after when, mm-hmm. I, when I got home. Mm-hmm. And I can't listen to the score. It works so good like in the together, movie. Yeah. In the movie, it's just perfect. And when you listen at home, it's like, I'm so bored. <laughs> Uh, I can see why, but maybe it makes sense that something that's so specifically crafted for you know this one scene or the, mm-hmm. the project. Yeah, maybe it makes sense that you can't separate them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's like what I did for the score of um, Dead Shack because uh, w- it's coming out tomorrow, uh, February sixteenth on Lakeshore Records. Go get it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, go get it. And I added um, uh, beats to every score, so mm-hmm. you can actually listen to it. Oh, and so it's you more like a song. Nice. Yeah. So they're all edits. Uh, like um, maybe. 75% of them are edits. You're welcome, everyone. Is that the, o- <laughs> the only reason why you edit the beats bec- after that experience of watching the... No, because I, I did that in um, a year ago. 
I what, the we, score was done oh, a year ago. So already with beats. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I did one while I was in Korea. I went to, for a trip <laughs> to Korea, and uh, my homework in Korea was to shoot a music video, uh, for Gang Signs and do those edits to those that score. So there's no such thing as real vacation for Mark. Yeah, that's because well, I I because I, um, I was drinking, so I needed to work at the end uh, of the day, and I was drinking every day. Yeah, because so. drinking means lots of hard work. Yeah, exactly. You know, most people, that's why you get work done. I think that maybe that's a lesson here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you said, I mean, yeah. I imagine for a lot of people, drinking means, yeah, you're not working for a while. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's uh, drinking and networking is also really important. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so we, 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 uh, we skipped a other? huge couple, of we uh, skipped 10 years right there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, it's all good. I, I'll. <laughs> we got to take the conversation where it's going uh so i guess you made the move from montreal looking i mean you're still in vancouver Mm -hmm. which is cool but i haven't been to montreal hopefully one day i'll go it's great go in the summer yeah but uh, so what i hear is that the art culture is so vibrant here yet you know here here you are in vancouver is there reasons why um well when i was in montreal nobody was buying my artwork and nobody was listening listening to my music screw those people yeah (laughs) And uh, when I moved here um, before 2008, like everyone was buying my artwork and my friends were supporting my music. Um, after the crash, it was really hard to s- sell because uh, I used to, s- used to sell out all my paintings. Oh, wow. And then, um, and I've gotten better, way better throughout the years, but now it's really hard. But people started listening to my music and I was making money through music. Because uh, I remember in Montreal, some of my friends were telling me, "Hey, Peter, you're uh, you're a really good illustrator. Mm-hmm. Your music is not that good." Everyone tells you that you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is the pattern. <laughs> um, and then over here, it was the opposite. People knew me more as a musician, uh, so it was it was it was an interesting t- change. Like my my friends who were uh, painter friends in Vancouver didn't even know I was a musician, and vice versa. And this is all happening while you're like working full yeah, time as well. This is while I was working f- full time, so I wanted yeah. to quit and focus on art and um, directing music videos. So my r- reasoning for directing vi- uh, music videos t- was to get into live action and and stop animation, uh, so I can direct a film eventually. Nice. So the vision yeah. is already at that point. Yeah, it was already. Yeah, I already had a tra- tra- trajectory. But yeah, and yet you're still spending time on art, like painting and music. Yeah, I'd yeah. I was trying to do a show a year still. That's crazy. And, uh, and you didn't see that taking away from your path to become a director. No, no. I um, I'm I thought I thought it might help. And <laughs> but who's getting zapped? I don't. Know, I think it's you. We got. I don't know. If yeah. We got to move these things. Sorry. I don't wonder if you can hear it on the mic or not. But I don't if know you guys don't are. hear it, you're <laughs> probably <laughs> wondering like, what you're gonna think are crazy. they talking <laughs> about? Peter's zapping everyone with his electricity. Um, what was I going to say? You're talking about painting and pursuing directing. I'm not saying that oh one yeah takes away, yeah. but it's just, you know, uh, it yeah, so once again, there's only so much time in a day. And then yeah, so the, the painting is good because um, when I do um, the, the Bible for the film, I can do a sick, like, Star Wars type uh, cover. Mm-hmm. On So it's like he's when people ah, yeah. grab the book, they're like, oh, this movie, is, is it done? Like, this is, looks real, you know? Yeah. And um, and then with the uh, illustrations as well, like designing the world, designing the the costumes, showing how th- how we should be building things. Uh, when I, once I did um, a music video uh, uh, concept and I did the whole design of this monster in it, 
and I sent it because I want to get the monster built. Mm-hmm. And the guy um, is he's, he's a friend of mine. It's like I, I work in film. I could send it to the guys who do uh, the, the monster designs and and they said they couldn't do it, but the design was really well thought out and they could build it if they had the time and mm-hmm. and if it was it wasn't going to cost like twenty thousand dollars. But it said, yeah, this is like really well developed and better than most of the shit I get. So yeah. it's it's good that's to have crazy. all those skills once again, and yeah. that, I mean, then that's the confidence coming in again. Yeah, and um, th- the guy, our distributor f- from XYZ, uh, Todd, Todd Brown, uh, he was a fan of the League of Super Evil and Humans, and I think that helped us getting XYZ as a distributor for uh, Deadjack. Damn! So yeah. all, all the all the steps, yeah, and the connections, like, yeah, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. The, the path was already laid out. That's crazy. Um, um, trying to remember the, la- the first show that I've seen by you because when I got into this uh, I guess when I saw the Vancouver art scene it was Aiden Gallery and I don't know mm-hmm. um, how many I mean that's a silly question I don't know how many shows you did and you probably don't, <laughs> don't remember either yeah I d- there's a bunch at Aiden um, for like two years consecutive years I was the um, robot and monster curator oh yeah, yeah I remember that yeah. one um, those were big and then I think I just didn't want to do robots and monsters anymore. Like the thing, I always try and do different styles and and try out new things. And I think every artist should do that. Yeah. Um, That's what I like about you and the versatil- versatility. Because usually you kind of see the opposite online. The people who figure mm-hmm. it out what works, they pretty much and stick with they it. I find they get more popular on Instagram. They get a better following. Yeah, yeah. But uh, their skill set uh, it plateaus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Like you're really good. Like seeing oh, your new thanks. illustrations, like the now you're warping, you're really oh, yeah, you're yeah. using watercolor a lot. Mm. Yeah, those are fantastic. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <So man. laughs> it means a lot coming from you. But what I was thinking is that whenever you switch, your of course your your skill slightly drops down because you got to pursue this different avenue. I guess I guess what I usually can't exactly. I don't know. I, d- I don't. I don't think they do drop down because it's such a different skill set and mm. it's kind of hard to be like. Well, that's worse or that's better because uh, when I started doing pointillism, I I think some of them were better than the paintings or the illustrations. That stuff is cool. I like a minimalistic one with it too, yeah. and that was really awesome. Yeah, one thanks. thing I can't wrap around in my head is when, and maybe it's because I don't know myself as well. Clearly, I think you knew what you were doing. Is when I switch these things and I want to do, I want to try doing all these mediums and styles. Is that I guess I don't know where it's going. Where it feels like every time you touch something. You already had a there was a vision for where it ends up where the at least from the outside oh. it's like oh here's there's going to be an art show here's going to be an album here's going to be mm-hmm. a movie like you were saying uh just like, like uh, once our land you wrote that i mean years and years before you made that into a comic book right i uh, know i wrote the first part of once our land when uh, and illustrated when i was 17 18. wait what and, and so the comic book the first one that came out that's the not the first, first part one? the first part of that comic so yeah. the first chapter in in the book I did that when I was 17. Seriously? 18. And wow. then... Um, See, that's what I'm talking about. You already knew. <laughs> and then I, I colored it. Uh, so I, there's a, f- a French publication in Montreal um, who said, we, uh, can, you, you s- can you send us anything that you have? Like, we, we heard that you, you have some comic books. So I sent them something that I thought was better. And they say it's too gory. It's, this is way too adult. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I, I got this little shitty comic I did it's 17 pages and then they said we love it it was it was the gift well, which is once our land mm-hmm. uh, chapter one 
and uh, we want you to color it and we want you to write 40 more pages and illustrate and have everything completed and um, you're gonna get I was like well what, what do I get out of it that seems like a lot of work so like, we'll give you two thousand dollars advance and you get a dollar per book sold <laughs> and I was like what about the the royalties like um, what if I sell it as a TV show because that's yeah. what I do for a living and they said yeah you get 10 percent I was like what? <laughs> what I usually get you know with my partners we get 30 percent each you know um, or like with something way better than 10 percent it's like oh yeah yeah you're right you're right okay yeah because you, you do that for a living okay if you sell it before we sell it you get 30% if we sell it you get 10% wow. uh, and then after that I was just like fuck those guys Jeez. is there a lot of those people out there like that you um, think artists are ripped off left and oh right oh yeah for yeah. sure and that's a scary side yeah so then I, I uh, Sonny Shaw was uh, he said he wanted to work with me hey Sonny hey Sonny and uh, I was like well do you want to read the script I have to do 40 pages and um, I'm going to do the designs with you and then we're I'm going to do the page layouts with you and then you illustrate it and uh, he was so down and I think after that he um, I think he underestimated how much work oh it is that, yeah and That's so crazy. he he did uh, he did quite a bit of work and uh, after I just had to to, to finish it and uh, and then you know because I, I love his work and I think he's a very talented guy and, mm -hmm. and super fun uh, I offered him, do you want to do Once or Land 2? Um, and he, I knew he was going to say no. <laughs> but he politely declined? I, I, I just thought, it's like, maybe he would do it. <laughs> like, maybe he, this time he'd be actually good. And, and I said I'd have a bigger budget. Um, but he declined. And and uh, then that's how I found Jake Bilbio from the Philippines. I'm, I know I'm fast forwarding a uh, lot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's but, uh, a lot of things are happening. Yeah, um, chap, uh, uh, Once or Land 2 is... Um, I do all the page layouts and then I send it to and the designs and I send it to Jake in the Philippines and then he gives me one pass uh, sketch pass mm -hmm. and then I do notes on it send it back to him then he does the finished ink pass and then I do notes on it and then he does a correction and then I just correct anything I want after that did you do the designs or did he I did most of the designs uh, he did a, uh, a couple designs so you're now Mike Mignola yeah, that's actually, that's that's <laughs> what I would love to do. F um, I rather, I would rather do that. Right, than yeah. draw. Than draw, it's just too time consuming. But so, it, I'm sad. I'm still sad about the fact that you said you're not doing any more illustration or painting. Good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So Un until somebody like pays me. <laughs> to yeah. And so, yeah. In the end, it's all about making a living. Yeah. Unfortunately. And you know, I'd like to do more murals, even though they take a lot of time. Yeah. And yeah. I I really like the mural I did uh, for Mural Fest yeah. Vancouver, and uh, I submitted to Montreal Mural Fest, mm -hmm. and uh, pff, no replies. You know, it's, it's just I don't I don't understand I the politics it. from yeah. it. I d yeah, I don't know. like because not you're doing a lot of murals, right? Uh, try to I'm try I'm actually trying to find some walls for this year as well. Okay. But and are you going outside of town to do it too? Uh, <coughs> The one I did, well, I did one residency, but that was in Italy. It was completely like random application. But I, I mean, honestly, I haven't done. Okay. I've mostly done in Vancouver, so yeah. I and know. and you do that on your own time too, right? Yeah. So that yeah. usually, 
but half the time, I mean, the first couple, and of course it makes sense, I didn't even get paid for it, but I just wanted a wall. Like, yeah, I, just I remember I when, I, when I, I saw you on the street, it was like near uh, my house. <laughs> it was like, and you were telling me you were just doing it to, to learn. To and learn and yeah. to have fun, uh, yeah. have fun, like you're saying. But actually, speaking of murals this year, I tried, um, so the city of Vancouver gives out a bunch of public card grants or some like grants, but you have to do it with a, in collaboration with a nonprofit organization to get mm. the money. And then I tried a couple of times applying through some companies, but it's and it's, it's so much time. Pain. Yeah, it's such a pain. And at the end, uh, like I uh, mean, I applied a couple. And at the end, I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna do it for myself. Like for a- free. applying, um, I find applying it is so much work that you could have done a whole painting. Exactly, yeah. and that's why it's so frustrating. Which makes me yeah. almost not want to pursue those avenues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I don't know, someone comes to you one day or something. Yeah. Actually, do do a lot of people. I say that's crazy that they didn't pick you for the mural fest. But do a lot of people um, uh, approach you these days for everything? No, really, nothing. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Actually, and then uh, I know we're gonna get to Deshek. I want to talk ab- about it a little bit more. But after you made that film, and it sounds like I follow your page and the movie page, and the reviews been pretty sweet. Yeah, it are people? Mm, not up? really. I'm. Um, I have a big agent in in LA. Uh, really, really big for directors. Nice. Uh, he liked the movie, and uh, he um, he's like, uh, that, "Would you be interested to do a ten million dollar horror movie in uh, <laughs> in Los Angeles, and then move on from there?" And some of his clients, I'm not gonna name who, but they they're making like hundred million dollar movies. Wow. And uh, it's been a while that I've I haven't heard back from him, and then I sent him an email, and he's been really sick. Oh. Uh, but before before he was sick, like we had a call and. It was really good. We talked for like half an hour and uh, and then I sent him a bunch of stuff that I was working on. And then the Scout Comics who distributed my comic book in the States, um, uh, one he's he's a producer as well. He, mm-hmm. he works in film. Um, and he, one of his friends has a studio and they have a lot of money and <laughs> they're interested in Once Our Land. And I've just finished writing. Um, I did the story of a script for Once Our Land as a feature. And so I told him that we already have the script and he's like, well, maybe they'll just like give you money to make the movie. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, so like things are starting to, to happen, move, but yeah. it's ju- now it's just like, uh, just talk, like no- nothing's yeah. concrete. And so no the, the annoying part is happening right now, just yeah. getting, getting there. So now I'm just trying to finish Once We're Land 2, start, um, I've had an idea for a comic book uh, for like six years and I was going to do it at the same time as Once We're Land 2, but it was just too much work that I just decided to focus on Once Land 2 and when that's done, do that other comic. Another comic. And I'm working on Once Land 2, it's, it's just way too many, too much detail. So the next one is going to be drawn a bit more like uh, Sin City, like very limited color yeah, yeah, palette. Yeah, nice. Because um, I'm reading a lot of comic books now as, as I'm finishing just to like know the world of comics mm-hmm. a bit more, like the, uh, which artists are good. I'm listening to a podcast called um, fuck. It's a comic book podcast. It's You're doing your homework. Yeah, what is it? Uh, sketch. Okay. So S K T C H, and listening to all these in- independent comic book artists and how they do it, and and looking at their work, and I was like, wow, you really, you really don't need to put that much detail. <laughs> and so you're just looking at the art and you're like, oh, it doesn't have to. Yeah, be yeah. And the th- like, and it's always a story that that's captivating. If if you write um patience by is it daniel lewis uh the guy who did ghost world mm-hmm. his comic patience is it's one of the best comics i've read in, the, in a long time okay. and the johns are just so simple 
Yeah. But so simple and tasteful. Um, I'm yeah. not a huge fan, but I know some people <laughs> love it. I just think he's a really good storyteller. But uh, so that's what I was going to say in your case yeah. because because your goal is not just the art. Your goal is the, yeah. the storytelling, like you said. Yeah, from the I beginning. want to be like I would love to be able to do something like Mike Bagnola, where the art is is fantastic and simple, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not that good. Uh, I just hate Mike Mignola's stories. Really, I they love every panel, and nowhere. I love the designs. <laughs> and it's sh- I th- to me, like I'm sure a lot of people are gonna be like, "You're an idiot," but I find his stories are so boring. They're I wonder if that's nothing. the charm. I wonder. It's yeah, it's almost like slice of life in Hellbo- Hellboy's life. Slice of life in Hellboy's life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme that. Yeah, n- I I know yeah. what you mean. I don't, I don't. This is a tangent, but. As yeah. far as Hellboy goes, but there, my I, I my goal my about. goal is to be as good of illustrator as uh, Mike Magnola, and I don't know if he's fast, but it looks like he could be fast. But also, he hasn't been drawing in a while. Yeah, I think yeah, and, and that's, that's that's the thing because now he's just writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the worst part. Of <laughs> to me, oh, it's like the worst <laughs> part. <of laughs> Mike Magnola, it's like no, you should just draw. You make him go back draw. Yeah. But Duncan Figueredo. The, I don't know if you saw his art who picked up Hellboy like yeah. later on the story one was really good too really? He, he was able to like mimic mimic yeah. and then even build on it mm-hmm. so that was a there's a cool comic book artist that Mike Manola really liked uh, and th- I think they did a book called Faith and it's about um, medieval times about mm-hmm. these people are trying to search for the Holy Grail cool. and then there's like aliens that <laughs> that they're fighting aliens at the same time okay and the guy who wrote it he um did a lot of research and is taking real characters of, of historical characters mm-hmm. and he makes that whole alien thing with it and he f- and he's like well which which uh, who do you want to illustrate it and he's like I don't know and then he found some guy like Mike Manola says this artist is the is the best <laughs> new artist like, oh, yeah, how about that guy <laughs> and then so I don't I think it's called faith it's probably not called cool. faith maybe yeah, invaders yeah, I don't yeah, that's know. something I gotta look up yeah, yeah, yeah. If you listen to that podcast, uh, you'll you'll find it. I'll uh, get on sketch. it. There's yeah. just uh, uh, once again so many things to listen to, yeah. so many things to figure out. Okay, I think we <laughs> we just went <laughs> off, but uh, I was we were talking about uh, pursuing all these different styles and like you're saying, switching switching it up and trying different things. Yeah, you see that being very beneficial. Oh yeah, um, not if you want to do one thing really well and be famous for it. Mm-hmm. If you just if you want to be a director, I think it's really good. Um, as you're doing all, th- all these things, and actually, how's your uh, how, how do you approach social media? With I mean, with the music success and the movies and the shows. I'm really bad at social media. Media. Um, do you care or do you want to be good? I would Whatever love to. Means. It's just too much work. Um, yeah, because yeah, like what most of my days I I spend, um, you know, doing a little bit of humans work. Maybe a little bit of gang signs work. And what does uh, that mean? Um, promotion? Or yeah, promotion oh stuff. Okay. Um, we need some stems bounced. I'm bouncing some stems, uh, sending stuff to get mastered, writing a little thing over here, uh, working on the music videos because I do all the music videos. Mm-hmm. And those take a lot of time. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, and then with all the time I have left, I, um, I, I work on my comic book. And then I also I, ex- I exercise like an hour a day, and I'm trying to eat healthy and <laughs> and just organic stuff. So that Ooh, takes a lot of time. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Trying yeah. to trying to do everything right. Yeah, and then spend time with a girlfriend. Um, 
usually uh, those last parts we we do together so so that's the good. whole life is very segmented yeah so but but before when i was when i was single and mm -hmm. and then i was drinking i would just uh wake up at 8 30 work from nine and I, i'd usually eat one or a meal and a half a day <laughs> uh and i would just work i'd be a robot until 10 10 p.m wow. and then work out every like tw three times a week so not all the time and then i would just go out and drink till one or <laughs> two thirty or three and then do the whole thing again and wake up at eight thirty and i had no hangovers so you are a robot yeah. and then did you take weekends or weekends are for making no weekends no weekends off yeah yeah uh, i would do that every day mm. yeah I guess more and more and more starting to make <laughs> sense because it's crazy. I mean, the amount of work that you're yeah. able to achieve and all this different or create yeah. and all this. I, I would avenues. hardly eat and hardly drink too. I don't drink a lot of water, and I, I would, I wouldn't eat very much. You heard it here, yeah. kids. Uh. <laughs> 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 no, you don't drink. Uh. I drink a lot of beers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Sorry, uh, you're talking about your everyday life, and actually, I wanted to ask about that. So, as you're saying, you're gonna uh, get on, uh, like, start working on these. Uh, you're planning for the uh, once our land two. Does that mean the way you segment into your brain is like okay, next two three months or whatever that is? That's only that, and you're not gonna work on music. You're not gonna work on film, or are you still writing scripts at the same time? Um, I sh I'm writing. I'm working on a couple scripts, like one of them on my grandmother, who's apparently about to pass away um, in the next couple of days um, but she has um, uh, a, a beautiful life uh, and it's kind of like a horror movie at parts and it's really sad and yet still very beautiful and uh, I got my cousin to um, to interview her and uh, my whole family um, in the last two months uh, so we have everything written down so I'm working on that. Um, I'm working on one of my best friends, uh, Cole Taylor. Uh, he has a really interesting story that I'm working on, but uh, he's he's going to school now, so he doesn't have that much time to work on it. Mm -hmm. I got a vampire script that I'm I worked on with um, Zlatina, uh, who, uh, who's local. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a very funny girl, uh, aspiring director. Uh, so we did worked on that together. And now Phil, who I usually work with, uh, he um, he hated the script, and then we <laughs> changed a lot of stuff. And then he's like, "I think it's it's got something working. Let me let me do a pass." So working on that uh, with him and her, um, with Phil, working <laughs> on another script called Merge. Uh, we've got a couple other stuff. Yeah, there are others. Uh, a little bit of writing here and there. Um, I would love to write more, but um, what I always tell everybody is to finish what you do. Yeah. So you can start a bunch of stuff, but you're n you're nothing un until something is completed. And yet you say you're not overwhelmed or overthinking things. <laughs> See, like just the stuff that you mentioned. Maybe that's just my brain. I don't know how other artists are, maybe but I would just I can't. I well, I need to probably practice that more. But I feel like I can't let things go sometimes, especially if they're too exciting or too. Uh, like just like takes over your brain and then it's there. Well, I was listening to a um, interview with I think it was Ridley Scott and okay. he, they were asking him like, don't you write the good ideas down? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, no. It was like Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, I think. Okay. It's like, no. If if it's a good idea, you're gonna keep thinking about it, <laughs> and 
the ideas that are okay, those are the ones who are going to disappear. Uh. So you don't need to write things down. And so um, if you're not working on that idea for three years, you're, you're going to be thinking about it and probably develop it in your head. And I think that's what I've done with some of the, the comic book or stories that I, I liked uh, that I was my ideas. And they've kind of just developed as I was when, you know, when you're coloring for like, you know, my, my comic book I'm coloring, it's like a page a day to um, a page every three days. So there's a lot of like, just like, well, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. thinking. And so you're just thinking about things and you're just uh, floating in your, in yeah. your head while you're drawing. So sometimes it's good to, to let things uh, simmer. Like, yeah, you, you don't need to work on it right away. If it's that good, it's still going to be, be there. Very good. Yeah. yeah. When it comes out, it'll be there in ten years. <laughs> nice, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's guess that's what happened with Once Our Land. Still yeah, there. it took it took. <laughs> uh, yeah, what I, I what I might do with Once Our Land when this uh, the second book is done is um, I write the stories for a bunch of other sequels or prequels and uh, get get somebody else to illustrate it. Yeah, hopefully Once Our oh Land okay two okay will okay will yeah. will get enough. Um, hopefully it'll it'll do even better than the first one and get a nice following and hopefully I'll be able to get some money to because um, I, d- I don't want to illustrate anymore once our land like I'm like done, done with <laughs> but I wouldn't mind designing and, yeah. and, and building the story like that universe because there's so much in it that's a cool way to do it yeah. as I mean you're art directing and yeah, yeah and the world you've set up is uh, yeah I, ca- I can yeah. see that expanding so much just because yeah. you get a little almost like a glimpse of I mean yeah what the world because you, you like. read it right yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. first one yeah yeah, yeah and there's like that's one little town it's like mm-hmm. the whole world is like that yeah. and the world where those aliens are from like the, mm-hmm. the creatures and uh and my book that the sequel takes place five years after the first one okay so there's so many stories between that that's the awesome uh, part i like yeah i really like that s- style where the possibility yeah i don't know there's so many possibilities and how other people are uh, treating like their experiences with it right yeah i mean you could just keep going keep yeah. imagining yeah when are you so then the, the next natural question is when are you starting your studio <laughs> <laughs> um i've always wanted to do it and then i just it's too much work <laughs> but so and then the crazy part is the another question is how long do you think and you're you're already saying you're doing it how long do you think until you start um doing less because the job is going to be becoming so much more you know how you're saying in the beginning you're you would do the movie cover you mm-hmm. write them like actually i love the fact that you drew the poster for dead shack thanks so sweet and i, I mean it's like uh, I, i don't know if you you must like drew struzan and like all the guys who would do movie uh yeah posters yeah john i yeah. hope i hope it uh, more of that is uh, coming back yeah I'd, l- i'd like and a lot of um 80s kids now are in the positions of being directors yeah. and all that so we're yeah, going to yeah. see a lot of that bring it back and uh but even for me to do um the poster of my movie was really tough um i asked my producer I was like can i do the posters like <laughs> yeah but the distributor if they don't like it um uh, they won't use it um and it's like well can i do the trailer i was like no th- you can do it but if you don't like it they won't use it i was like well what if they do like it and they use it can i get paid for it mm-hmm. it's like mm, no so i basically had to do all that for free <sighs> that's so weird that yeah and they used my poster on ev- completely everything so, so it sounds this i wasn't expecting the fact that you would be asking someone what to do on your own project though you know yeah and well or h- how much of a project w- so you're saying there's a producer so meaning 
you're directing it, but the movie doesn't belong to you? Or yeah, the movie doesn't belong. To I like f I own 40% of the movie, but yeah, there's still a distributor. So how are those politics? That sounds... I don't know. It's probably I'll probably never see any money from Dead really? Jack. Yeah. And is uh, it, is it just I, the nature of doing the first movie? Is that why? Mm, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> There's a, I was listening to a podcast and um, um, studios actually never say if a movie makes money. The, so if you ask, a, it was like, oh yeah, um, Dead Jack, like I said, producer would say, oh yeah, Dead Jack uh, made money. It's like, really? So then I could say, bring my lawyers to mm. their lawyers and then it's like but he said that and then he's like yeah I made money but with all the costs like we actually broke even but is but the guy said it made money yeah, so now no bastards. one says no one says anything and is that and it's just throughout? get the lawyers and yeah everybody does that it's what just the like hell is that? and no one gets paid and uh, I think that was on that uh, the guy who did Hatchet mm -hmm. uh, he's got a a keeper of the crypt podcast uh Anyway, it's <laughs> like he was talking about that because yeah. his one of his movies um, made money, but in, in the end he didn't see any of the money. That's so frustrating. Yeah. I had no idea that it's yeah. still like that at, and at that level. And also, same with the TV shows. Like we've had so a TV show that was quite successful, and uh, with all the the profits that they have from that TV show, they'll they'll go to Cannes and then they'll uh make a party yeah, yeah and they have to pay for the party and they use your, your money, money. <laughs> and then with the rest of that uh, money that we made they'll use it to do a new pilot for a new animated show that they're working on to sell so like the money you when, when you s when you say like you own like you're gonna get two percent of royalties or whatever yeah you're, you're never gonna see it it's really rare this is so insane yeah wow so how do you how do you make like what's then the most ideal way to make money especially like what would you say especially having seen all these av uh, avenues and um, careers the, the reason that the reason i was able to not work at a studio was because i got episodic royalties on my tv shows mm -hmm. and so that i would get uh 500 and then the next show i got like a thousand per episode okay. and the next show after that i got like two grand so that's like um you know if you do 18 episodes uh, in that year, mm -hmm. that's 18 times two, so I would make $36,000 okay. from just uh, giving them notes. And um, yeah, and, and sometimes I would work hard, give a lot of notes, but some studios, they didn't even listen to what I had said <laughs> and they, they talk shit about me. So uh, I'm not saying who, and I'm not saying every studio did no, that. No, you should say who. Yeah. Screw those people once um, again. What the hell? But yeah, so <laughs> if, if, people don't want to listen to you so I just ended up not doing much and then so I, I would get $36,000 in a year for doing nothing you know I was not expecting to hear <laughs> all this yeah I just I was hoping things were really good but that that sounds really no, frustrating it's, like it's just um I mean it's it a lot of money and and people are older have different values and they see things differently they have a different sense of humor and when they see somebody younger or somebody with a different uh, approach to things it's it's really hard for them to to accept that you're right and they're wrong because there's no right and, and wrong in art you know mm -hmm. and yeah, to yeah, me like this is it's my show this is what I want to do with it and they're like it's not your show anymore you know <sighs> and we know what's best and I'd be like no you have no idea what's what's good and so it's just like 
battles like that. And it sounds like that's something that would happen in you know like in a ba- in a movie or something where mm-hmm. an aspiring artist sells a yeah. show and then they tell him he doesn't own it anymore. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, you've uh, seen so many movies. I can't like believe that. that happens in real life. That's what was so good about Dead Shack is that I had a producer who believed in me and mm-hmm. gave us a lot of control and let me make the music, uh, let me be in the editing room. Uh, she had my back like from from day one, so that was really great. But then, look, I mean, looking at this and hearing what you're saying, in order to to be able to do all these things, you're being involved now. You have to be saving a bunch of money in order to. Like yeah, yeah, totally. Because uh, wh- when I was working on Dead Shack, I I didn't really get paid. Um, See, how is that possible? Once again, you're directing a movie and. Well, like I said, I deferred my, my payment. Yeah, 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 I understand. And then I also put in but 50... Because nobody wanted to make the movie, so I made a fake trailer uh, that cost me $15,000. And my co-writer was saying I was going to do that. They said, don't do it. Don't put in your own money. And then I showed them a super rough cut like from my phone, mm-hmm. like rec- recording Final Cut. Yeah. was doing Final Cut. And then I sent it to them, and Phil was like, okay... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the changes on the script like you said, and I'll do the tweaks. And it's like, well, can I also like I spent fifteen grand. Can I get five grand? <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm gonna send you five thousand dollars. Like, yes. Oh my God. So even then, like I s- all that money that I spent, mm-hmm. that fifteen grand, and all that time, uh, I'm never getting it back from the movie too. That's so stupid that you're battling your way through this throughout. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. from the beginning then, since you ever yeah. since you even sold the show. Even like humans, we didn't make money for the first like six years. Mm. We finally started making money in, uh, a year and a half ago. There's no, there's no glamour in art. <laughs> when did yeah. when did humans start? Uh, Two thousand nine. Okay, so I'm just trying to think uh, with a timeline. So 2015, we started making money. 2016, 2016, I think we started making. But money. so then the question, as an artist, in order to be able to do all these things you want to do, what is the best? artistic avenue to make money in order to be able to do everything else like what is the easiest is it comic books that you're doing now or is it still passion rather i mean comic is also really hard well that's what i heard the fact that you're doing is funny yeah well i got lucky because um i did a kickstarter that uh a bunch of people that didn't know uh help help like uh Mm -hmm. did, did some pledges and then scott comics found found me and they said they want to publish it in worldwide mm-hmm. and then as, as a normal like spider-man marvel comic yeah and then uh they sold out uh they did three thousand copies sold out mm-hmm. and then nobody could buy it and it was gain- gaining a lot of value on uh ebay and oh all that nice. so then i sold the remaining 250 hardcover books online in two days and if i had more i could probably made so <laughs> much money and is uh, it a, just a pain to reprint uh, it's just i'm not allowed to reprint uh scout comics has the rights oh, what, the, yeah. what, are, what are all these people do? yeah it's like right. a well because i mean what, what, when i did my comic and i had these 250 books and no one wanted to review no one was talking about it nobody was buying so for me it's like okay i can sit on this forever and there was no plan on making uh once we landed into a movie like even my my philip my partner and, and dad like they they weren't that big of a fan <laughs> um and then when scout comics came and and made it like the success that it was it's because of them and it's um and then i think people saw it's like oh yeah maybe this this comic has something 
and uh yeah it was already too late man yeah. this talk is so upsetting now <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's so so the like easiest way to be a successful artist i say is uh to get a job <laughs> okay but uh, so then actually define that because uh, first of all i wanted to ask you do you feel successful no no so then what is success because you're saying to be a su- I'm a mi- mildly successful artist. <laughs> I always tell everybody because n- nothing I've done is has has um, been huge, but I haven't. But everything I do like does okay. You know. I guess once again you're setting uh, yeah you're setting your sights high and yeah. I, I guess I, I mean I a successful artist would be a guy who's like making you know um, two hundred thousand or more a year. So success is money then. Uh, but also people like. Um, you know, they, they they reach out to them. It's like, oh, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. Um, and for me, like, I have had to create all my jobs mm-hmm. since since I was a kid. Like, nobody wanted to hire me because um, I look stoned all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's you just gotta you just gotta make your own work. And it, you know, if if you really like something, you'll you'll do it anyways. So I think, you know, you should get a job in a field that you like and and go home and, and work on that passion. And hopefully that passion that you're doing, it, it, f- it feels liberating and not like more work. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people that if you're an illustrator and you're working as an illustrator and then you want to go home and illustrate more, it's really hard. So find uh, something that isn't like that. So I, when I would go home from uh, art directing, I would make music or work on music videos and... Uh, Sometimes I would illustrate, but it'd be just like quick doodles, and I would write instead. I I can't really, or I would paint. Painting is different mm-hmm. than illustrating, I find. So just do something that's different. Yeah, that's so heavy. That's some good advice. I think you're yeah. super successful. I think you're one of the most <laughs> successful people in a year. Ah, shucks. But, Thanks. But, and <coughs> man, and like I was saying at the beginning, everything you m- make, uh, the, uh, I don't know. Maybe it is a storytelling aspect, but everything you make is comes out with quality uh, you know like i was when i saw dead shack i would never know this was your first film you know like oh, cool. you, uh, and there must be all the experience that that you described mm-hmm. how everything came together through animation yeah. and music came and together music but videos it, and yeah but it it turned out so freaking awesome and i mean clearly as i'm talking to you the, the amount of work that it took to get to that point is yeah uh, uh, I yeah, guess it was a lot of work. Yeah, and, and, and you know, nobody thought the movie was going to be good. Um, this just seems like the story of your life. So when you're saying, <laughs> like when yeah. you're saying people don't, didn't want to hire you from young age, like what, are you, like what are you saying? Uh, uh, oh, before I school, after school? Um, um, yeah, well, while I was in school, um, you know, y- university and, and um, high school, I tried to get work and nobody wanted to hire me. Um, I, I got, I, my first job was assistant butcher. Mm-hmm. and it was it was summer outside and as an assistant butcher you're w- working in a cooler mm-hmm. so I'm wearing like two pairs of pants like three sweaters and then it's <laughs> a bunch of old guys and one of them is like hey you're Ingrid's son yeah your mom's hot like th- those <laughs> legs <laughs> and then when my mom is like at the grocery store like buying stuff it's like oh look oh your mom's here do you want to say hi I was like no I, s- I see her all the time it's like oh look at those legs it's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> was that inspiring towards your art? I don't, I don't know where you're going with this, but I was just like shitty jobs, shitty life and uh, <laughs> no, and then, um, and then they were saying I'm a bad b- uh, assistant butcher because 
I was trying to do everything right. They're always talking about how no one's putting the trash right and it's all crumpled up. <laughs> so I would spend time, like, it took like 10 minutes because everyone was just putting their trash, yeah, like, yeah. whatever, and I would fix it. And then I come back, you know, like, I did my work. And then that guy was, like, talking about my mom's legs. Uh, I was like, where, where were you? It's been fucking 15 minutes. It's like, I was like, oh, don't even bother <laughs> explaining. You're, you're, you're slow. And then the boss boss comes and talks to me and says that um, I'm too slow. And, f- and then I grabbed the microphone. His name was Luke, uh, the intercom, when he left. And I said, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I left. Good. But it's just like um, a lot of work job like that. Um, just like people with egos who are older. Who, you know, I don't know. It's like you're, you're fighting your whole life. Yeah. So yeah. You, you just gave that advice of uh, if you like art, just get a job in it and go. Uh, would you, would you want to go back to the studio job? No. No? <laughs> so explain why. Because you just told people to go do that. I think <laughs> it's good to start. Um Uh, meet people it's it's like when i started uh animation i thought i'd meet a lot of people who who wanted to make movies and all that stuff and it's actually nobody wanted to do that um everybody asked like what what do you want to be in five years now that you're working at a studio it's like i want to be a assistant i know i want to be a modeling supervisor i was like that's it you're like dream big (laughs) i was like that that that's all you want to do like Mm -hmm. you can probably do that in four years from now well, that's because you're you're a super unique person, probably. Yeah, I just I just like I want to own this studio, and like, <laughs> like a studio similar to this. Is that what you do? Do you do those uh, the five year plan, ten year? Well, I had a plan. I I have plans, and um, the last plan I had was to do um, a feature film before I was forty. By the time I'm forty, and I did my first feature when I was thirty-five. Wow! So I'm five years. So you're beating yourself in every way. Of the yeah, plan. Nice. Um, so what's what's forty now? <laughs> what is that going to be? Hmm. Like 10 feature film movies. Like yeah, no, there's no way that's going <laughs> to happen. I don't know. I I, I have... Um, that was like the 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 end goal for me since I was a kid. Because I had no connections in the film world. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it's going to take this on to go to this and that and this and that. And then maybe by the time of 40, hopefully, <laughs> I can make my first feature. But this is why you're so fascinating is the the ambition. And I think... It's like you're saying before, if you if you think of it, you do it almost. Especially like yeah. you're saying because so many people to who visualize. Who do it, yeah. 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 Vi- visualize visualize what you want, and then you'll you'll know how to do it and how to make it happen. For people who are s- storytellers, I guess. Any would you would you have an, any advice for them? Because that's how your passion started, mm. right? It's just it is storytelling. It's just because. Uh, sorry, I'll I'll explain. What I'm talking about is you're saying in in a industry you don't meet a lot of people with ambitions to become directors or you know whatever that end well, goal like is. So, some of them want to be directors but they're not really working at it you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who want to be directors and people were making fun of me at Nerdcore because I want to be a director like they would post uh, thumb um, yellow thumbstacks mm-hmm. uh, those yellow yeah, yeah, sticky yeah. paper sticky notes yeah. it's like hey I'm Peter I want to be a director like. Uh, people were talking behind my back and uh, yeah it's like nobody wants you to succeed it's uh, but you know if if you want to be a film director a storyteller they're just jealous just gotta write um, and and I was telling everybody I have a friend he he wants to be a film director and I said make music videos it's like the easiest thing to do because you don't have to do sound (coughs) Um, you can grab it's, it's, it's all short form 
mm-hmm. and you're you're going to learn about cameras and lenses and and uh, terms um, uh, what works best for you and n- none of my friends did that <laughs> you know? what uh, yeah, I'd say uh, f- do do a lot of music videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to understand because you do have this crazy ambition and passion, but also it helps that it's paired with um, the fact that you know what it is you want to do. I, I'm I'm just trying mm-hmm. as we're speaking. I'm trying to think of people that I know who are either ambitious or hardworking, and, and I mean I guess it's either one or the other, either knowing where where you want to go or there's just like um, or there's lack of that uh, yeah. persistence. Yeah, knowing where you want to go definitely helps. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want to be in 10 years? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not sure? I'm trying to... I'm, well, that's that's why it's good to do a podcast and talk to people. That's what <laughs> something I'm trying to figure out. I want to... I think I want to find a marriage of digital art and fine art. I like to do both. But, okay. you know, once again, this is why I, you're very inspiring to me that you... Although, not anymore. You don't do paintings. <laughs> no, but, but uh, I like to do... I still want to maintain the connection to fine art. And I don't really know why. I like that. Yeah. I like the fact that you can hold it. It feels kind of old school. Yeah. I feel like creating a body of work. It feels uh, like a big statement, you know. And this mm-hmm. is something you could take you like half a year or a year or more. Yeah, c- like comic books. Uh, a lot. Of, there's a big online comic book like PDF uh, fan base. But most of the books I've sold were um, hardcover. Like mm-hmm. I mean, uh, physical. Mm-hmm. And I think people always prefer that. Uh, also, like even reading just a book, like a novel, mm-hmm. uh, most people read it, uh, like buy the books. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know why. I find it's more gratifying. Do you have the, the yeah. book? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like doing these physical things. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you'll. Why don't you? Uh, you should do a comic book. I don't see why you're not doing that. And it's uh, as we were speaking of like what is success? Do you see? So. Is that how you look at the these uh, big projects? So either wi- whether it's doing an art show, or a comic book, it's like pursuing these things that are larger and take a, a lot of time. That's what you. Is that something you look up to? I guess, or uh, you know, the fact that you're advising it. Um. What's the, sorry. What's the question? <laughs> I guess um, the ambitions and the goals that you're talking, whether it's directing or writing a book, you see those goals are as something you admire, like as these big things that people could do. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think it's I I like to see somebody talk to people who've, who've done comic books or movies, um, albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just taking your art to um, a, a platform that's uh, to me is more re- um, more ambitious and mm-hmm. uh, you can capture a wider audience, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like and also I like stories, so like. You know, a, a painting is is cool, but having s- multiple images that tell a story and and might touch you uh, is is even stronger to me. I mean, if mm-hmm. you could do that with one painting and make somebody cry, uh, you've nailed it. And totally, maybe you should yeah. keep doing that. But um, I don't know. What's I watched again. Uh, Life is beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh man, that That's movie. A good mo- oh, yeah. And uh, that ending is like I think because. Um, big spoiler uh, alert <laughs> but uh benini uh he um he dies at the end yeah. and i think the first time i saw it i was like no he didn't die mm-hmm. and my girlfriend uh i, sh- I showed her the movie because she hadn't seen it and she's like he's not dead he's not dead but, but it was and such a beautiful artistic almost yeah. ending like uh yeah the way and it was shot yeah. and now that i know he died i hadn't seen it in 10 years or mm-hmm. when it first came out and i fuck man it, it got me yeah like, I, I wanted to like cry like a little baby. <laughs> that was a that was a really good movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> and like if, if I can tell a story like that that is that beautiful and that impactful with that be- a beautiful message like that and then to do a movie like Star Wars which is just like so much fun you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the first time you saw Star Wars yeah. but um, I was, to me I was just thinking why can't why aren't movies this fun like why can't is it really that hard to make a movie yeah, that yeah, fun because yeah. that movie makes <laughs> it look so easy yeah you know uh, I understand that so I think uh, it, it one thing I was forgetting or and I'm being reminded about it is uh, trying to actually either put time into trying to tell a story or evoke an emotion because you know how you can you can go kind of one way or the other you either have uh, you focus on technique and you kind of go do the technical stuff or you you can Mm -hmm. go the artistic conceptual whatever you uh, you call it so yeah well for me now I'm past that whole technique things and I know it's a growing process and because I I know you're all about technique and you're getting uh, no, you're not. I, I am, but uh, I, I'm, I only say no because I, I don't think I'm there yet. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I try okay. to. But I also see a lot of artists who are very good at being analytical and breaking down how mm-hmm. things are made where I'm still somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't think I'm that good. I'm just not that interested in it. And mm-hmm. I think I'm good enough with uh, my skill set to tell stories the way I want it. I, w- I want to tell them. Like being able to um, draw somebody in a worm's eye view or a bird's eye view, mm-hmm. um, and draw like things that textures that look like what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not I I don't draw from uh, I don't sketch much anymore. I don't draw from real life. I don't do studies. Is that because you're so good now? No, just kind of <laughs> just not interested. Yeah, Whenever yeah. I'm always working on something. So w- the only time I do designs is uh, for uh, a new story that I'm working on. It's like, okay, mm. let's build this world. But uh, I'm not going to... You, you'll never see me like go to a, a drawing class. I, I yeah. guess there's, like you're saying before, because there's no right way to do art, I think, and so many different schools, it's, uh, I'm realizing about myself is that it's very easy to get lost in that school of... Uh, and it's not a bad thing. It's just no. It's, it's not just a bad thing. It's just a one way of doing it. Where and yeah, some people want to do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's just like when you're asking me what are, what is it in ten years. I know I want to want to be making both uh, like digital traditional, hopefully involved in creating these projects. I just I mm-hmm. don't have a I don't realize how to do it. But um, yeah, yeah, just gotta figure out. But I do know that for a while I think I focused just too much on uh, technique, which it's not. I don't think it's it's bad, and there's a time for it. But anyways. So d- do you, do you want to be a director or do you want to tell stories or you just want to design? Because f- when I first met you, you said you want to be an art director. Mm-hmm, but I, uh, I think I need to take time to get there because I want to draw more. Okay. And that's... I, I, I th- I th- you're one of the best illustrators I know. Like uh, I don't think you need oh, to draw thanks, to draw any better. <laughs> you're better <laughs> than, like, yeah, s- maybe 90% of the people I know. Well, thanks. So. Yeah. We can talk about it after, but I don't think I. It's like I don't know myself enough, and I got to figure out what it is I want to do. And I think I've, I know this about artists where it's like you're saying, growing past the idea that you need to be just good at the skill, and then looking beyond that and looking at mm-hmm. whether it's storytelling or telling emotion. Yeah, because I mean, just now I feel like I've been getting starting thinking more about that, which finally, I guess. There's some filmmakers and illustrators that I I really like, and they're skill set is actually not that good but I, mm-hmm. I love their wha- what they do mm-hmm. like um, I think um, uh, like Evil Dead 2 <laughs> is a really goofy movie it's yeah. and it's it's not really 
it's I love it like I, there's something about it there's this charm about it that I, I, I it's one of my favorite movies of all time but when you look at it you're like that looks like shit <laughs> like that acting is way over the top Those, it all like, fits though right yeah like it's like it all fits yeah, yeah. It's so and um, some of the movies that are nominated f- this year for Academy Awards that um, I think they're like they're they're really good but they're like Get Out I think is an amazing movie mm-hmm. but when I was watching it I was I've, I've never think this is like an Oscar mm. contender like there's something kind of goofy and uh, about it too because and, you're and, and then not that um, it's not a Stanley Kubrick movie where everything is like perfect you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. but um, now people are, are talking about it as if it is one of those movies like okay well maybe maybe things aren't supposed to be perfect you know and I think um, everybody who's scared to, to take the next step or, or be serious about something they want it's like just remind yourself that um, some people hate m- movies that you like and love movies that you hate and some things are are never going to be perfect and some people think that it's perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's very easy to follow convention or feel safe it's not easy it just feels mm-hmm. safe to kind of walk in footsteps of someone else where yeah that's like true stepping out of there yeah. and trying to do something different like I, I think a lot of um like really good writers like they they never think they're that good and um a lot of what they did is like a mistake and it's like oh wait i wrote that oh yeah that sounds really <laughs> good it's like also when when you draw it's like you draw a line and they're like oh that line looks really good and then you start building and you know it was a mistake mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't really planned to look to look the way it did some lucky mistakes here and yeah. there or those are happy yeah. accidents i guess yeah, yeah that helps and I mean, they, they could be mistakes, but it still came from you and you did it for a reason, you know? Oh, and uh, that's the kind of, uh, if you apply that to visual art, that's the kind of stuff I like where mm-hmm. it's, it's not perf- perfection, which yeah. uh, perfection is actually, at least personally, a little yeah. frustrating, <laughs> especially if you're trying to make something like that. Yeah. But then so, and then, uh, and if you want to step out of the conventional, how do you ensure that if you're, l- if you're looking for success, especially financial, that's a tough r- line to follow. That's tough. Are you conscious yeah. of that? Do you think about that when you make Oh, yeah. If, if every every time, well, every month th- I'm thinking, <laughs> how am I going to make money? I've been lucky throughout the years that every time I didn't have money, all this money came through. Like oh, nice. But before the, um, so last year, um, I had no money and the comic wasn't selling. Uh, my movie wasn't going to get made. Um... <laughs> this guy's <laughs> waving at, at the radio. If you're w- if you're w- <laughs> out of the radio, if you're wondering, we're uh, looking out in the street in Hastings here. And yeah, we're at Simon Meets. People are very kind to say hello. <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. Going. but I had no money, <laughs> and then uh, in one week, um, in two days, I sold out of my comic book. My f- my feature film got greenlit, and I got um, the biggest uh, much fact uh, award to make two music videos in 360 degrees. Nice, yeah. And so all of a sudden I had like, you know, so much, <laughs> so nice. much money. It's like, okay, I, I, I can, I can live for another year. Are you okay with not just spending it all? Are you living? Uh, well, I, I spent all the money I did from <laughs> Once Our Land, I spent it on, on making Once Our Land 2. Oh, so. All the money I made on the movie, I put back into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're just fueling, um, fueling that passion. And then the money I did from the, mu- the music videos, I, I think that's what kind of kept me uh, alive yeah, yeah so what's your uh, what's your ideal life then uh, my ideal life i guess yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it would creative. be it would be to to just create uh ips uh, uh a bunch of w- like 
stuff and get them made and uh, be a producer and direct some and w I don't would you go back to painting if you didn't have to worry about money uh, probably not I, I would rather um, like pay somebody like you to draw uh, <laughs> the uh, a comic for me or a painting or like Andrew Young like yeah. I think I told him that it's like oh, if I had money I'll get you to do the cover painting of nice. the yeah, movie yeah. Um, I think that's more exciting and yeah working working with people and hiring hiring your friends and people that you like it's it's, it's so weird when when you get to work with your, like your idols mm. like the first time I, I used to love that band shout out 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 okay. and uh, first time we did the humans LP noontide we worked with Nick Kozub who is pretty, pretty much shout out out and, mm -hmm. and get to work with him and spend two weeks with him in the studio and and just hang out it was, it was, it's, it's weird that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah any more stories like that any more stories of are you meeting all the more like I guess as you're touring as well with your band yeah we've I don't know we, we meet some musicians not all of them are nice no, most of them are really nice. <laughs> I think I think I'm just usually too drunk to remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, having done so many things and uh, once again yeah. touched. Uh, actually, I was before I continue. Uh, the way you're speaking, it sounds like you're really in a. You're thinking like an art director. You're. Uh, it's like your vision is so much bigger. You you know what I mean? Because you're, if you're saying you're going to enjoy more working with other artists to build some something. Right. Uh, once again, I think that also puts you like you're that's why you're different compared to other people is because you're like you're not thinking like oh i just want to make a painting but it's like oh it'd be cool to get this style and this writing mm -hmm. but it, yeah that's awesome like building like your dream team mm -hmm. yeah and then uh if that goes well then you can let it go and do start something new yeah i'm, I'm just hoping to have like six things going at once and um building them together and then just letting it go nice but what um, i was gonna ask uh, yes are good yeah and then it says peter ricks <laughs> <laughs> peter ricks in the family yeah. what's the name yeah. gonna be of the studio the studio yeah the studio mm. <laughs> maybe i my, my one of my first um names for my music was autocoid which is like um it's an alien blood cell that goes it's an alien blood cell that comes to somewhere in your body and repairs whatever's nice. there uh but no one knows how to pronounce it or it how to write spelling? it it's a-u-t-a-c-o-i-d no it's spelled like it's written yeah well yeah. I, I and nobody knew how people to are silly pr pr pronounce it and uh so that's why i had to change that um uh music mm -hmm. solo music project that i had for very short short birth uh, short short length Short-lived. <laughs> what I was going to ask is that having done so many things, how's your? Uh, is there any major ways that your process has evolved, especially in? Well, I guess any art field, but mm, I don't know. I think it all always starts with r the idea and then writing and drinking. Uh, drink. Uh, was <laughs> no. less drinking now, <laughs> uh, but there's you know I like I drink less now, but when I do drink, I drink harder than, <laughs> than ever. <laughs> That's I don't know. The business. I think it's maybe worse. Yeah, it's probably mm -hmm. worse. It's just like I got to a point where I, I, when I start drinking, I just can't stop. So, I just you know, let's yeah, let's be healthy instead. Control that, yeah. While you're yeah. eating all clean and what did you say? Uh, yeah, work out. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. yeah. Um, 
having uh, also one thing you touched on is that the fact that at a certain point painting stopped selling um, which kind of sucks and I mean I haven't been showing art at galleries before the crash I don't think so I don't really know what that, the feeling was like but having traveled so much um, is there any place that stood out to be artistically vibrant and maybe where a life as an artist is a lot easier um, I know when I went to Berlin there's a lot of artists there but it kind of felt like Montreal where they're all poor and it's cheap to live there so that's why they're mm. living there I don't know I, th I think it's hard everywhere like when I went when I was serious about doing art shows and all that and like in 2009 mm -hmm. or so I um, I was traveling a lot and I was going to every art gallery mm -hmm. that I could find and nobody wanted to even see me and so I, I just think it's really hard everywhere I don't I don't even know how to get into selling paintings like do you know how to sell paintings I have no idea oh, but yeah. that's uh, at this point I just paint because I want to and Luckily, it's yeah, but like there's that full-time job. To I had to stop doing that because I had so many paintings at home. Mm, gotta burn them. You gotta burn them. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I and I you don't you don't want to give them away because then it devalues the your work. Exactly. That's why I had to throw so out a bunch. You, yeah. you did throw out a bunch. I had to throw. Or you just paint over it, or both? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, but that's a f tough pill to swallow. Yeah. It's like especially when it's your love going into it, right? And yeah. And just oh, nobody even cares. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. I'm gonna have another art show when uh, once Orland two yeah. is coming because I've been doing a lot of uh, drawings for tattoos that I'm getting and uh, some for friends and uh, so I'm gonna do for the comic book show I'm gonna have the the covers that are gonna be hand drawn of the for the comic awesome and then I'm gonna have a bunch of like the tattoo flash drawings I've been doing but I'm not doing any like anything serious like mm -hmm. big yeah that and that's why I was saying that it's it is almost I don't know if it's antiquated but and I understand why people wouldn't buy expensive art and you know uh, yeah unless you really love it and things are expensive and especially the reason why I was asking you about traveling to other places is because Vancouver does seem to be quite expensive where it, it's even harder to mm -hmm. put on art shows and even I find Japan is really hard when I was there um, Takasudo uh, he got mm -hmm. me an art show there at his yes. friend's place called Amp and uh, we had five people come <laughs> and there was a show yeah. that he had done where it was um, uh, Al Cartel and Amp, mm -hmm. and um, they were broadcasting the show at the same time. So every artist from the show had done two pieces, one mm -hmm. and one of them was shipped in Japan. I remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, and um, when, I, when I went to see, uh, I forget his name, but the guy from the J Japanese studio, he's like, wow, there were so many people <laughs> at in Vancouver at your show. I was like, yeah, there was like, you know, uh, it was small, so, but there was like maybe... 50 to yeah. 100 people like oh, throughout the night it's like wow it's like what about <laughs> you it's like you know, we had maybe like seven uh. or eight people and it makes sense over there because you can't um, you can't put stuff on the wall like if you put a nail on the wall the landlord is going to freak out so there, nobody buys art and uh, the only art that okay, you would okay. put on your walls would be like Japanese traditional art Okay. But the guy who has the the, the um, art gallery, he started doing uh, art hotel rooms, and he gets one artist to like mm. do the whole room. He's finding ways around it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So and that looks amazing. Um, he's done maybe four rooms right now, and they're they're it's it's amazing. That sounds like a fun thing yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, from the light to the bed to the sheets to the the phone to mm -hmm. the, like 
the the carpet the wall like everything is the artist has uh, touched yeah I guess that's why yeah. maybe that's why they're <laughs> transitioned to comic books doing yeah. art shows just doesn't make sense yeah. in that way yeah especially when you're putting so much effort into it I don't know hopefully well it's like the comic book takes me about uh, a year you know to, to do or a year and a half mm-hmm. and I can sell as many copies as I want from it and then somebody could buy it as an IP and make it into a movie and that will never happen with a painting <laughs> yeah true yeah yeah, you're trying to discourage me right here. I get <laughs> it. I get it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get you to do a comic with me. <laughs> That's my goal. That's that why I came here. That sounds fun. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad you came in. That's <laughs> good. Um, uh, I wrote a... I mean, I've got still plenty of questions to go through. I, I wrote down one, um, which I wonder... When was the last time you had your creative block? <laughs> oh, I never have creative blocks. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know no how such thing. What is that? Yeah, the the thing with um, whenever you kind of suck, you just keep writing or just draw, and then something will come up from it, mm-hmm. or talk with somebody. Um, because um, I find working with people is is great because they might say a word that will just trigger something. But yeah, I mean, I don't have creative blocks. <laughs> my my ideas might be really shitty, but um, <laughs> from writing. You just like start developing the world, and sometimes what I do when when, I, when I'm blocked, I just um, try to develop some of the characters further, mm-hmm. and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, so his mom was abusive because when she grew up, she, there was this guy, and then it's like, oh yeah, that guy, let's bring that guy back." <laughs> so it's just like developing your 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 work more, and yeah. then I think then there's too much to write about, and which is like the best, and that's why I want to do. Uh, Once or Land. Um, I was going to stop after Once or Land too. Like I didn't want to do that world anymore and focus on their stuff. But now that I've thought about it so much, like working on it, I, there's just like so many characters and things that we haven't seen yet that I kind of want to develop. So it's awesome. Uh, like it's yeah. it's inspiring you, the thing that you've created, to yeah. just uh, keep pushing you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way the way Once or Land two ends is like, oh man, they're they're like it, it's a full like I like telling stories that has a beginning middle and end mm-hmm. like I hate like Matrix 2 or um, <laughs> uh, example, yeah. uh, how th- when that movie ended it's not an ending it's mm-hmm. like the end of a, s- of a season so and on TV yeah, yeah it's like yeah. and then this guy shows up it's like what that guy showed <laughs> up and then it's like oh now I have to wait a yeah. whole year like I like like Indiana Jones where there's a it ends and then it's like, man, those characters are so great. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to hang out with them again. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, there's another movie. So that's how I do my Once or Land stories or yeah. all my comic books um, or, my, or my movies. And But Once or Land 2, there's an ending in it that could be like, it's very gratifying. Mm-hmm. But there's something that's like, oh, wow, I want to keep reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess that even the medium has shifted, right? Like this model that you're talking about. Yeah. And then, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, kind and, of have and making al- movies like that, I think, is the worst. You have to play al- along with the rules, I guess. Yeah. It makes you wonder how much con- or how little control you know other people have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when you end up working. Do you think you're going to lose a lot of control if you do end up working with a bigger studio, like you're saying, bigger, bigger money? I don't know. If they pay me enough, I'd be fine you're, with you're it. You're okay with letting it go? <laughs> I'd be like a lot of people say that. It's like you do one for them and then one for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'd be okay with that um, if I can make the movie I want after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing some big things. Uh, some big um, things. And can uh, I kind of continue with the question? Do you ever uh, do you have doubts about the art or like, yourself? Yeah, uh, I have doubts about humanity. <laughs> uh, t- tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> Just greed, um, religion, um, pollution. So when you're when you're not, it mostly comes from greed, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're not creating, your mind is there freaking out. I, I try not to, t- like, I yeah. stop r- uh, reading the news. I'm, I'm, like, such in a bubble. It's, uh, I don't think it's that healthy. It's pretty unhealthy. But I, d- I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, I used to read the news a lot and mm-hmm. and watch it. And uh, <laughs> this is, like, 15 years ago I used to do that. I stopped completely. Wow. And <laughs> stepped a long time ago. Yeah, and... Uh, going strong now now even like the art world and besides movie the movie world i I don't really follow anything like i I think you and andrew um whenever you guys talk to me about like artists (laughs) i have no idea who you're talking (laughs) have you seen this guy yeah Yeah. and i I don't know i'm such an i'm always producing that i don't have that much time to to but that's what i was saying maybe but it's got to be well there's no better worse but it seems better that way if you want to create more especially you don't mm-hmm. let that other stuff influence you too yeah but it's good to have influence like depends on how you look at it i guess yeah, right yeah. yeah either way it works just once again i mean I, th- I think i gotta finish what i do and then get inf- some influence mm. you just gotta finish what you do yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, actually <laughs> do you, that's one thing i'm noticing about like scrolling down the instagram like and like especially i i, I follow a bunch of cool artists i think yeah. and that yeah, it's definitely intimidating and being the person that I am where I want to try doing different things. Mm-hmm. Just you see so much, so many kinds of art that, yeah, it can't be overwhelming in that way because you want to try everything. Or yeah. At least that's kind of me. Yeah. But that's that's good. I mean, you should maybe try and do all that stuff. <laughs> all as long as you finish what you have first. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I'm going to have to take all that advice. Um, <laughs> uh, there's just a, um, I think we got to, dude, I have so many questions, but too many questions to the little time i guess let's get to recurring questions we can uh, unfortunately we have to get out of here but um is there a advice you would give your younger self if you could like let's say before you went to post-secondary too many advice or too little it'd probably be like girl advice <laughs> <laughs> that's something I wouldn't really talk about on air just like you know appreciating what you have and be like I don't think I was ever a bad boyfriend but just like uh, no like I was really shy so mm. when I was younger like you don't need to be shy like no, no one is smart <laughs> comes with creativity yeah and just like things. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know that guy. <laughs> this guy was waving yeah. out the window. Yeah. I, I waved back, but <laughs> I didn't know who he was. Uh, I don't think he knew who we were. But yeah, just like um, uh, don't don't be scared. Um, I don't know if I'm. A, I should say this, but um, the first time I did acid, that was uh, <laughs> that was. Uh, I think I stopped being shy after that. So it helped, um, but being less le- less self conscious. I mm-hmm. know what, what it just like opens up a, a part of your brain, uh, and I've heard that from a couple people that mm-hmm. it just like really changed their lives. 
advice? Yeah, just <laughs> kids, do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can't afford them, become famous and people give them to you. Nice. <laughs> Is that what you're doing when you're traveling? You're saying no constantly? Yeah, I'm saying no all the yeah. time. Um, what else? I, mm, I think that's it. No, that's pretty good. That was very yeah. useful. Um, <laughs> this, this, this must be a terrible question for you. Do you see yourself not creating art in any... Can no, I, no? I don't think I can no. ever do that. It wouldn't survive? Yeah. Do you just go crazy? What would happen? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just being creative. Um, hopefully everything that I do... I think anything you do creative is the equivalent of that is art. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything creating uh, creative is art. So <sighs> I always have to create. And yeah. when I was a kid, I wanted to be an inventor, not knowing that I just wanted to create. Well, and yeah. I actually don't want to be an inventor because I don't want to know how to spend my whole life on doing one thing making it work yeah. i wanted isn't that crazy and sometimes you don't even make it work throughout your entire life yeah it, yeah uh, and most things happen by mistake mm. yeah that's why it's fun to be a creative i guess yeah man <laughs> you're, you're too cool making all the good things i'm curious i'm uh too I'm, nice. I'm very curious about the idea you're um, you're writing about your family and about your grandmother i think uh the emotional impact there, I imagine, is going to be yeah, pretty it's, uh, it's, uh, it's such a crazy story. Um, the reason I really want to do it is because um, uh, it's like my grandmother went through, f- you know, 30 years of, of hell, losing the love of her life, which is my real grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, having a kid, having seven kids. My dad was the third one who his real dad he never had never met before mm-hmm. until a certain point in the story that hopefully it may, if, if when you see the movie maybe it's well, going to yeah, be in there hopefully yeah but uh he um he moved to Africa and she wanted to be with him and she was stuck with this guy who was an asshole and a drunk and you can't leave the country uh unless you have the okay the approval of of the fathers wow. of of the other kids yeah and so he didn't want to give it to her t- he didn't want her t- to be satisfied and be happy he's like no you're staying with me and you're gonna be miserable Mm. and then so she could never be with my the love of her life my real grandfather and then uh she eventually met this rich guy who was a a fucking man and uh he uh fell in love apparently with my grandmother and and then he moved into the house and kicked the other guy out of the house but uh, my grandmother's sister, he said it really well. It's like um, a saying. I don't know how to say it, but it, it goes something like, uh, "You're you're substituting a shit with a turd." <laughs> <laughs> saying like that guy is also a piece of shit. So he was not a savior. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "No, you don't know what you're talking about." And ended up that he was way worse, uh, and uh, he would like torture the family. And um, but it, what's beautiful about the story is. Um, after 30 years of like hell mm-hmm. uh, she came out uh, kind of successful and met this guy who I've always known as my grandfather mm-hmm. uh, who was they would dance together and travel the world and it was really nice and after 20 years of that uh, she said you know when she was like 60 or something like that she's like that's when my life kind of ended she she's 89 now mm-hmm. and uh, she's like there's not not much to tell but at least it's like at least Me- she's meaning happy. everything became good yeah kind of like yeah and and now, now she's she can't dance anymore she mm. loved to dance and but so her her joy is like to see her family and um 
Yeah, and I just learned about a lot of the story like in the last 10 years and I, I really wanted, I thought it was a beautiful message to tell people like to not give up. Yeah, yeah. No, that, yeah. That, that, that's better than a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess you, how real life usually can be. Yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's so funny how I, I love biopics and the ones that are really well done, it's like, wow, it's like so well developed. Like every character <laughs> feels real, you know? Because they it's are. It's almost like it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like City of God, like... Oh yeah, uh, they they that's go in deep into so many characters, and it's so good. Like that's a really good one. Yeah, but I mean, and that's also a movie about like don't give up. Mm -hmm. You know, is it the same director as Beautiful? Life is Beautiful, or no? No, uh, Life is Beautiful is Finelli and uh, the guy who did. Uh, anyway, I think I may no. have watched those back to back. Life is Beautiful is Italian, yeah. the other one's Brazilian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever see City of Men, the TV is show? And then they did. I a thought movie. it was a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? The no. movie is bad unless you've seen all the TV shows, the, the all the episodes really? of the TV show, because it's about the the guy who plays Little Dice, <laughs> and his best friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, they film them in an episode every year, for like six or seven years. Mm -hmm. So you see them grow up. That's awesome. Like from age eight all the way to seventeen. Yeah. And then the movie is when they're eighteen. Wow. And. And I saw the movie first. I was like, "This is so boring." And then <laughs> I watched the show. I was like, "Oh, that you movie is so good!" Yeah. yeah. No, I really love City of God. Yeah. That was a cool one, man. If you do end up making that movie, don't let them change you. Don't <laughs> let them change the story. <laughs> yeah. Sounds already too good. Because they're so gonna be. Like, Let's throw another person in here. Yeah. 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 But I'm yeah. very excited. Uh, well, thank you so much for yeah, coming on. I think we'll have to. Out. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That you. Uh, uh, yeah, blew my mind. Hopefully, everyone else's. I think there's <laughs> lots to learn, and uh, oh, uh, thanks. Can't wait to. I'm gonna keep following your work. Um, is there a place you want uh, people yeah. to follow you? Um, you can go on peterrick.com. That's uh, p-e-t-e-r-r-i-c-q.com. Instagram, it's prick, p-r-i-c-q, and then what else? watch Dead Shack on iTunes if you're Go in the it. States. Uh, you can watch it on Shutter if you're in the UK. It's on Shutter. Oh, that's, I think that's it. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, go support yeah. this guy because he doesn't like promoting himself. So <laughs> go do it. All right. Well, uh, I really hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I definitely did. Um, looking forward to doing uh, more and uh, having more conversations. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Creative Theory Podcast, find us on Instagram or Facebook under that name. Otherwise, uh, time to go home, get to work, make some more art. Um, thanks for listening. Bye, people. Goodbye.